0: It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Mm. Comment ça va?
0: I am very well, and how are you?
1: (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. Very nice. You know, before we go any further, I got to ask you a question. Because, you know, today, right before the come, I had lunch, a long lunch. You know how I love those long lunches. Very French of me. About two hours, and I'm witnessing a couple. And I don't know if it's, I think she has a ring. So either fiance or wife asked her then, let's say husband, mm-hmm. if he remembered what she was wearing the first time they met. Right. Ooh. And he did not remember anything at Ooh, all. And he got, in, he got in big time trouble. So I said to myself, I'm seeing Angie tonight. You have a great memory. I said, I need mm-hmm. to put Angie on the spot there. So here's my question to you. Yes. First, first time you met Jason. What was he wearing?
0: Our first date? Uh, our first yeah. date, he was wearing jeans and a shirt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't remember. I think I want to say a black button-up shirt. We were going on a date right. at a restaurant, so he was dressed up a little. He just had, on, I think, some dress pants and a dress shirt. That's that... kind of all I remember.
1: No jackets? Like leather no or jackets we, or... we
0: were in Las Vegas. It was just kind of casual. Um, and I had on like this, like a uh, goldish-colored dress. That's all I remember. Okay.
1: Well, better was, than the- you know
0: what, Simon. I wasn't paying attention to those details. I was just oh, like so blinded by the immediate love I felt. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but a good listen, one. we're talking all about love, and I, I yeah. want you to think about something bef- t- before we come back, Simon. I want you to think about how many times you've been in love, and okay. there's a reason that I'm asking this question because. You only get three, apparently, in your life. So let's talk oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. that. I know, you're in trouble <laughs> when we come yes. back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie.
0: So we're all about love, dating, romance, advice on this show here on The Rendezvous in our Ooh la, la studio. Mm-hmm. And you were asking me what uh, my husband, Jason, was wearing on our first date. Because first date said, ever. Somebody didn't know what their significant (laughs) other was wearing. And I said, I think he was wearing a black dress shirt and some dress pants. We were going out for dinner. I have a picture... Somewhere in here, I'm gonna find it of our first date, and I'll have uh, Jill post it up on SimonandAngie.com. But I exactly. hope I'm not wrong. Now I'm like now, so nervous.
1: Just to but, follow up, let's say you would ask Jason the same question like this woman right. was asking her husband, and let's say like this husband at the restaurant earlier, he would not remember any of what you were wearing. Would mm-hmm. you take it in? A, like, are you serious, no. or would you be no. laughing it out?
0: I would laugh it out. I mean, I I don't really think guys pay that much attention to what you're wearing. It's more like, you know, what's going on, the energy and all of that. So uh, I don't think so. So listen, before we went down, I asked what you think about people falling in love only three times in their lifetime. So how many times have you fallen in love, Simon, in your lifetime? And you're single now. So <laughs> you're going to fall in love again.
1: I hope so, but I've been already in love three times. Okay,
0: well, Okay, so what am I going to do now? Uh, well, I want to know if this is actually true, because when I read this, and I said three times, my God, you know, um, I'm married now. Obviously, my husband's one of them, so I've only been in love twice before that. I'm like, I wonder if that's true. And when I really sat and thought about it, I think it's mm-hmm. probably true. Like, maybe sometimes we think we're in love and then we get out of it and we get some distance and we realize uh, that was serving a different purpose. Yeah. Like I was lonely or bored or, you know, you've probably been in relationships where you thought you were in love and then you look back and you're like, what was I thinking? I was not in love True. at all.
1: True. So
0: maybe take that into consideration when you hear this list. Okay. So it's a it's a common belief that everybody falls in love three times during their lifetime. Um, each one of these happens under a very different light uh, the one before and each serves a different purpose. So the first love. Okay, think about your first love. What was her name, Simon?
1: Christabel. Christabel. Christabel.
0: I've heard about Christabel, so yeah. I believe that that was your first love. Yes. How How old were you? 14.
1: 13 14. 14, 15, yeah.
0: Okay. They say the first love happens when we're young. Sometimes as young as the time we're in high school this love fulfills the dreams of our youth and our idealistic belief of what we expect love to look like. It fulfills our need to live up to society's expectations. We jump into this love head first. We're going to we believe this person's going to be our one and only. We'll probably be with them forever. Yep. This love focuses more on how others perceive us though. Versus how we actually feel. So would you believe that? That you, when you were with Bell, you thought you guys would be together forever. This we was did. the love you know, of your life.
1: At 14, I stole my mom's ring, one of my mom's ring, to propose to her. <gasps> you did? Okay, I did. And, oh, and, and Christabel's mom's called my mother and said, Miss Badinter, I think your son proposed and gave one of your ring so you just daughter. took a
0: random ring out of her jewelry box or something and gave it well, to her? Yeah,
1: a, a very beautiful one. was a pearl. And because Christabel Aww. said she would not give me my first French kiss if I didn't give her a ring. Like, it has to be official. Aww. So <laughs> I went back and I sneaked in, you know, my You're mom's like, stuff. You're like, I will
0: find any ring. I'll oh. find a ring pop, <laughs> like a, a, a can, a soda can <laughs> ring, anything.
1: But I stole one of the, the best she had. And the next day on the bench in Paris, on the Jardin du Luxembourg, it's a garden. We're sitting and I said, Voilà. And then we French kissed for the first time. Now,
0: and, did you say, will you marry me?
1: No, you, we didn't say that. No, ring? we didn't say that. It was. You not said, like here's that. your
0: ring. Where's my French kiss? It was almost like, <laughs> yeah. And,
1: but yeah, it was, you know, so yeah, that was something like that. And then That is so uh,
0: sweet.
1: So I, I love that, that, was that story. My heart. It I just, love that
0: story. Well, there you go. So there's your one. You have yes. one. My first love also uh, wasn't that good. I going to ask you, yeah. Yeah. My first love was college. Uh, my college boyfriend. I was about 20 His name was Ryan. And absolutely, I thought, like, this is the one, and it was the first time I ever felt those feelings. I have, Mm -hmm. you know, like a high school boyfriend that I dated for a long time, but I realized that that was high school love and not real, real love. So that was my first love. Um, But then I also realized that I had to grow, and that wasn't for me. So we both had our first love. We know who that is. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, if you're listening in the car, you can remember, or you're listening wherever, you can remember who that first one was. So check that one off the box Mm -hmm. if you've had the first one. If not... (laughs) Well, then we're going to go on and talk about the second and the third.
1: Yes. And
0: maybe people are like, whoa, I've only had one. Or, whoa, I've had 10. Uh, let's oh, ten. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the times we fall in love, each one has a specific reason. When we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm talking about this article I found that says we only fall in love with three people in our lifetime, each one for a specific reason. So mm-hmm. we talked about how the first love happens when we're young, you know, high school, mm-hmm. even that young, and it's kind of an ideal, idealistic thing. You're like, oh, you think you're going to be together forever? And yes,
1: oh, it, absolutely.
0: It, it's like the the movies, the fairy tale, the romance novels, or whatever. You know, it's yeah. not really.
1: It's about love and not lust. At least in my case, I was. 13, and it's innocent. 14- yeah, yes. innocent. You know, innocent. my heart was beating so fast. Anyway, so,
0: so let's talk about the second love. Maybe mm-hmm. in your head, think about who that second love was, if you can remember. The next love, this second one, is the hard one. This is the love that teaches us lessons about ourselves and what we need to feel in love. In any relationship, it comes with a lot of pain, loss, deceit, sometimes lives, uh, lies. Um, this mm-hmm, is the one where mm-hmm. we're going to grow, though. This is the one that we learn, we experience pain. It's the love where we realize what we really need out of our next relationship. Sometimes it can even be unhealthy, unbalanced, narcissistic. There might be emotional or mental, or even physical pain involved, manipulation, drama, and it, we're kind of addicted to it because ooh, it's just so whatever, but then we realize how unhealthy it is and we don't want that long-term. Do you know, Mm -hmm. Simon, can you think in your head about your second love? Did that happen to you?
1: It did, but I was the one, not a healthy one. So I was in love, but I I can't lie now. So I was in love with Sabine, uh, Mm -hmm. the most beautiful blonde green eyes I've ever seen in my life. We're in the same class in high school. And we're both 17. I think I was the bad boy. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I love her. I think I was a toxic for her. But, and it, you, but, but did I loved you her. learn
0: from it? You learned from it though, right? I learned from her.
1: Yeah, I, I, I definitely learned from her. What, what about so in your case, Angie? Well, the second of where, yeah, who is second. it? The second.
0: Oh, I'll tell you about that when we come back. We're gonna finish this second one, and I'm gonna tell you about the third, the big one. Yes, the big the one. The big one. Yes, <laughs> when we come back on the rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm really loving this article about falling in love only with three people in your lifetime. Because I looked at this at first and I was like, no way. We probably maybe more, (laughs) maybe less. I don't know. Um, Each one is uh, specific. The reason that these people are in your life, though. We talked about the first one. That's Mm -hmm. usually like the innocent high school, like first love. You think you're going to be together forever, but... It's the fairy tale. The second one is the one where we really learn what we do and do not want in relationships. This is the hard love. It comes with pain. Uh it comes with, you know, deceit, manipulation sometimes. Simon, you even copped to being the bad boy in your second love relationship. I think
1: I was, i have gonna be honest. You know, yeah. I've learned a lot from that, but I was the bad boy. I have regrets. That's for but sure. But you
0: said you learned and that's you you can't really regret well, if you if you learn something from it because you find out who you want to be in true relationships.
1: But- I don't know if that happened to you, but I remember her crying because of my behaviors, and that mm-hmm. I do regret. So, so, yeah, I've learned a lot. But you know, you learn when you hurt somebody's feelings, you break somebody's heart, and I think mm-hmm. I did when I mm-hmm. cheated on her and all of that. So, it was like you yeah. said, crazy passion, all this. But I feel I was the bad guy. So, let me ask my- you about this. You yeah. keep asking me. Yes, did you were you one time. Do you think the toxic one for somebody else? Were you in a situation like I have, to um, be the object of love of somebody else and love? But you were, you know. Not acting right.
0: Well, the second one for me um, was somebody who I was... Sort of the victim of his toxic behavior okay. But okay. but it wasn't healthy for me So I mean it's codependent in that way too Like I was true. still getting something out of it. It, it He was exciting He was beautiful He had this great job And we traveled But he was so manipulative And so controlling And then I found out He was basically living a double life He had another girlfriend on the side That he was doing mm-hmm. exactly all the same things to mm-hmm. And man did I learn from that relationship It is a thousand percent true So we didn't have time to get to the third love right now but when we come back i want to talk about the big one the big one because simon this is the one that's coming for you the big one is coming i feel it for you
1: all right fingers crossed angie fingers crossed fingers crossed
0: let's talk about the third love when we return on the rendezvous Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This has been a very um, long topic, but I love this topic about how we only fall in love with three people in our lifetime. Do you believe that theory? Because there's a story saying that each one is for a specific reason. Number one, is that puppy first love? High school maybe? Number two, is that really hard love the one where you feel the pain, maybe deceit. Um, it's just, ooh, it just guts you, but you learn from that one. And so let's move on to the third love, Simon. Okay. Do you, so, Do you think you've been in love more than three times? Or no, I've do been you in think love you've...
1: three times. I was you in have. love also in my 20s with a wonderful woman called Jennifer. And once again, in that sense... I think I haven't learned yet from my mistake. And so that's the thing,
0: too. You you just struck a point because some people might be listening to this going, well, I've been in love more than three times. And they say that love number two, that hard one or the lesson one. Sometimes we repeat that one a lot before we finally get it right. And so you're still in this learning process. That's me. Yeah, that's you. Do you think you've learned now? Do you think you're ready for for love number three?
1: I'm, I'm ready for love number four in my case.
0: Yeah, um, in your case, but the real one—you're ready for the big shebang.
1: They're all real. It would be disrespectful to say they were not real. But I'm the adult love, yes. Yes. Um, I think I'm an adult now, and I'm ready for adult love. So whether it's three or four, it's just. Um, but but Angie, in your case, let's go back to you a second. Put me on mm-hmm. the spot. But what about you? So let's go in the same line. One, two. And then, and then it's Jason then. Or... Then it's
0: Jason. Right. right. My third love is Jason. So I told you about the bad guy. Then along comes number three. That took a long time to get from number two to number three, though. How long? No- oh, um, almost 10 years. I mean, I dated wow. other people in there, but I wasn't in love, yeah. like, big time. And number two gutted me. So I think the other people that I was with, like, the relationships I had, I was still, like, you repeating some bad behaviors, and I hadn't really fully learned my lesson. Yeah. And then we, here comes the third. The third love is the one we never see coming. This is the love that comes so easy. It doesn't even seem possible. It's the kind where the connection, you can't even explain it. You're just knocked off your feet because you didn't plan for it, and it just fits. And you're like, whoa, this is, this is what it's supposed to feel like. It's the one where you get into it, and you're like, oh, my God. I've been doing it wrong my whole... Like, this is what everybody talks about. That's what this love is. Because until you're in it, and it sounds so cliche, but until you're in that love, mm-hmm. you don't recognize it. And you think they all maybe are like that. Or I guess this is just what it is. But then you're like, whoa, I was wrong.
1: <laughs> well, Angie, it's a funny thing you say that because I believe that too. I believe when love strikes you and you feel that, um, it's not just the lust, it's the love. And I I hope, and I'm looking for this true love moment Uh, with all my heart because I haven't Mm -hmm. felt it in almost 20 years or 17 years. So I think, you know, I'm ready. Uh, I think some of us will take, you know, some people might be ready at 20 years old. Some people like me, it's going to take until you're like almost 50. Well, you'll find it though. No wrong time to be in love.
0: Yeah. And and I love what they said about this third love too, where they said, it's going to shatter all your preconceived notions and show you that love doesn't have to be how you thought in order for it to be true. So a lot of times we have these idealistic I you know, views on what love is supposed to be, or what we yeah. read in a book, or what we saw in a movie, or what our parents had, and maybe that's not your love story at all. Yours can complete, be completely different. And you're like, whoa, this is what the feeling is that they're talking about.
1: That is the most magic feeling in the world. I mean, yes. and, yes. No, and that, that's why it's so different than lust. You know, it, it's different wording, different feeling. Um, What did you feel? Let me ask you this as a woman. How did you recognize the feeling of love inside of you?
0: I you know, it's funny because it was basically what they said. It was that moment where I felt fully accepted, fully loved, safe and thought, oh, my God, this is what it was supposed to be like. Like, this is what everybody talks about. Finally. And I knew he felt the same And so to have that mutual feeling, because we were both, I think, 35 when that happened to us. And we were like, whoa, we just knew we'd been all through it. We'd been through the bad ones, you know, the the puppy love and the high school one. And it was finally like, "Okay, cool. We were both ready for it. The timing was right. Mm -hmm. And it just there it was. The butterflies
1: in the stomach. um, Yes,
0: the the butterflies, the heart the palpitations, you- the oh my god, I can't wait to be naked with you thing. Like <laughs> there was a lot that went into it, but yeah, I mean, uh, my life flashing in front of me. Like I can see the next thirty years. It was an amazing feeling. So I hope,
1: I hope God is listening to you and Jin, sending me that true love. I, ho- I hope it's 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 coming. The wheels I are already so. in motion, Please.
0: my love. The wheels are in motion. I, I promise I, I sa- you. Th- thank you. It's UNG. happening. It's gonna <laughs> happen. So listen, I'm, I'm gonna I'm have. Yeah, I'm going to have Jill, our producer, put this list up on the website if you want to read it, because I know it was long, um, and it goes back a while. So, simonandangie.com. Let's take some calls, though. We have people who want to talk about it. 855-905-8255. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we're talking about this article that I found Mm -hmm. about only having three— Loves Three times you're really in love in your lifetime. So let's go to the phones. People want to talk about this. From Buffalo, New York, say hello to Cassandra. Hi, Cassandra. Bonjour.
2: Hi. I love the show.
0: Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Cassandra. How are you? I'm well, thanks. I I guess I just wanted to say that I think the three different loves is so right. Um, I mean, I I feel like I just found my third love, and it's been so easy. So this Um, is the one. This is
0: the big one. Congrats. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had a really hard relationship um, with my second love, and Mm -hmm. it's just crazy how the article says... Um, That everything, you know, is meant to be easier and and that you're not supposed to try so hard. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great because, I mean, I don't know. I I feel like it's really cliche when people say, when you know, you know, when you found the one, you know, because Mm -hmm. I hate saying it myself. But Mm -hmm. I really feel like it's true. And it sounds like Cassandra you're in this place where you know f- because I feel like that second one is so brutal that it really teaches you so much and it sets you up for the right one.
1: Yeah, I right. mean, it's, it's interesting.
2: I, I, I agree,
1: Cassandra. It, it's interesting you said that because Andrew and I were talking about the three loves. I mean, more in the fourth, and some people say there's <laughs> six and seven because there is. It's never too early or never too late to find true love. Uh, and, and they said never two without three. So, you know, I, I like sometimes that story, we sit Cassandra. On,
0: uh, yeah, but sometimes we sit on that second love a lot. You know, like we keep repeating one and two, one and two, one and true. two before we true. get to three.
1: To get it to happens. Three. That, that is true. That is true. Yeah. But congrats to Cassandra for finally, yes. you know, uh, the third love. And, and we wish you uh, the best on that one. Thanks for your call. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thank Cassandra. Au revoir. All right.
0: Yes, uh, we have someone on the phone who doesn't buy into this article, however, Simon. Really? So we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna go back to the phones. We're gonna talk to her, find out why she thinks this is all a bunch of good whatever. When we come back <laughs> on the rendezvous. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, I love mm-hmm. this topic that we found about only having three loves. In your yeah. entire lifetime. I mean, sometimes, because they all serve a different purpose, the three. So they're saying three types of big-time love. So sometimes we repeat the first type. Sometimes yeah, we repeat the like, second type. There's only one third, hopefully, for you, okay. the lifetime, the every time. The one I'm looking so, for, Angie. The one you're looking for. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it's on the line right now. Let's talk to <laughs> Olivia, who listens on MyFM in Chicago. Hey, Olivia. Oh. Hi guys, how are bonjour, you? Bonjour,
1: bonjour Olivia. You're
0: good. How you doing Hi. Olivia?
2: I'm, I'm good. I'm good.
0: You have a comment on this list?
2: I do. I I actually disagree with the list. I don't think that you only get three different loves in your life. I I know personally, I have had way more than 3 and mm. I I truly believe it's different for everyone. So
0: When you say you've had more than three, have you had more than three different types? Like we've talked about, like the first love, like the really hard love. So you've had a bunch of different types, like Simon, you know, you say Mm -hmm. you've had a bunch of different types of love.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yes. No, I, I, I know I have. They were each something special and it was a, it was a different love and I just, I feel like you can't hold people into, oh, this is all you're going to get. And that's it. We're all so mm. different. Like, point. how could we possibly have the exact same type of love?
1: But Olivia, w- one quick question. You said you had more than three times. I felt the same thing, but did you feel the symptoms of being in love were always the same or every time you thought you fell in love with the different symptoms?
2: More of like a different symptom. Like I, you know, you you have sure you have your first love you know I've I've had it where yeah it was tough and I learned from it you know it just in the end it didn't like work out right. for us but right. it's not to say that the love was wrong.
0: Well, thank you for your input on that, yeah, Olivia. That's, that's a great perspective.
1: Absolutely. Okay.
2: Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank,
1: thank you, you, Olivia. Merci. Thank you for
0: calling the rendezvous, Simon. When we come back on the rendezvous, we're going to play our favorite game: date
1: oh, or dump. dump.
0: That's coming up next. Stick around. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie talking love, dating, relationships—you name it. Bonjour, mm-hmm. Simon Marcel.
1: Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. I like your little hat tonight.
0: You like my little beanie? This is my—I'm having a bad hair day. Hat—is it okay?
1: Well, I get it. I mean, you come here late at night and you've had a whole day <laughs> work. I mean, you, it'd be, how how early do you start in the morning?
0: I am in studio at four. 40 a.m. every single day for your first um, show on
1: Kiss FM Chicago.
0: Yeah, and we broadcast to the East Coast too, so I start recording at 5, we're live at 6. It's a long day. Let's put it's it a that long way. Day, but
1: I'm amazed how good you look. Lovely. You know, at at almost, you know, 11 now, so.
0: I'm a hat girl, and I don't yeah. like headphone hair either, so thank God for hats, right? <laughs> well, That's listen, true. we get so many emails at simonandangie.com, people that need our advice, and, <laughs> you know, sometimes you're in a relationship, you don't know if you should continue, there's issues, and maybe you have a gut feeling, but you just need one more opinion. That's where date or, or dump. dump comes into play. So let's read one of those emails for date or dump. Simon, mm-hmm. this comes to us from Lena. She's from Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Say hello to Lena. Bonjour, Lina. Yes, she says, Hi guys. I've been with my boyfriend almost a year now, and it's not really an ideal relationship for me because he has no job and no ambition. But the ooh la la is ooh la la. We've broken up before, we've broken up, and I always end up going back to him for only that reason. I want a relationship. I know he's not marriage material, but it's hard to stay away. What would you guys do? Should I date or dump him? Simon, what do you think she should do? There's a word for this that I can't say. She's blankmatized, if you can fill in the blank of the part. So yes. that's what I'm getting out of this. What do you think, Simon?
1: I think Lena is in a, is in a good spot for now, not forever. Because why? Because... Life is short because mm-hmm. sometimes there's a glimpse of, of time where it's just about the lightness of being, the ooh-la-la. And you know she's aware that he's in, in the, probably it's not her future, but I love the fact that she's enjoying life. And you can't take away that from somebody. So I would say date in reality meaning it's not going to be your husband it's not you it don't is want somebody it is. it is what it is mm-hmm. and just like the word you almost said and you want to enjoy <laughs> no because really Angie when you think about it you know a great ulala is a precious moment to have in life
0: well hey it's serving a purpose in her life for the moment otherwise she wouldn't keep going back for it, it i mean who doesn't love some good ulala well, um, exactly. do you do you think that there's a part of her though that because She's, you know, falling back on this ooh-la-la thing with him that she's not opening herself up for real, for a real relationship. She's not available in every way. Like, she's wasting time hanging out with him and all this stuff where she could be out there finding the man of her
1: dreams. Yes, but there's a time for everything, Angie. So, I think Lena... Uh, if she's enjoying it now, maybe that's what right. she needs. Maybe she's on the rebound. Maybe something happened. That's right. what I suspect. That if she's enjoy- is staying there, the fact that she wrote us this email and right. asked you and I our opinion, meaning she she seeks she, she seeks guidance. I feel I would say date a little. Date naturally. Women will get away from that after a while. So yeah, I think
0: I think she should probably be honest about it with him too. Though, be like, hey, this is what it is. I don't want anything serious, but this is really fun. Um, and I get that because if she was super serious about finding love, she would go find it and stop wasting her time with this. But maybe she's just not there yet. And like you said, is getting something out of it. They're both getting something out of
1: it. So why not enjoy? Enjoy. Aime la vie to love life. So Lena, enjoy. And we both say date. Date. Go date. for it, Lena.
0: Have fun with the ooh-la-la while you're getting the good ooh-la-la. But That's
1: right. But
0: remain open to real love, right?
1: When that happens.
0: And it will that's it why will. I'm not worried.
1: Yes. Exactly.
0: Good luck to you Lena. Thank you so much for writing into the show more of the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are open 855-905-8255 if you want to call in and say, "Hello Simon, we just had a date or dump uh, with a girl who's getting some ooh la la and but nothing else and she don't want anything else and we told her keep it while you can." We, we you told you had a her question? that. We-
1: yeah, we, yeah. I had a question for you because Lena, who just wrote this email, you know, said it was not just ulala; it was really good ulala. Yeah. yeah. Here's my question for you because I've heard many women friend, female friends, talk about that. It's very difficult to find a real good ulala. Mm-hmm. So my question, so my question is that true? Angie? <laughs> you know yes. And let me ask you this: if you take, let's say, a percentage. In number of life like you, you like a person. Percentage, percentage of, time, of it's, people in my life? It's extraordinary, ooh lala, really. If you think about looking back, you know, you say, Well, mm-hmm. you know, only only five percent, two percent. It was exceptional Oulala.
0: So in my entire oulala career, I would say <laughs> yes. that about ten percent was really amazing. That's what I would say. 10% mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. The rest was just- you have to just... think about, yeah, you have to think about like when you were young and you didn't really know what you were doing anyway. And, you know, my first time was with my first boyfriend who, it was also his first time. So you can imagine how not fun- and awkward that was. Um, And then there are people that teach you along the way and you're still not comfortable with yourself. And then you get older and you get more comfortable and then stuff gets good. So, you know, that good ooh-la-la, I feel like doesn't, for women at least, come until, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, then you start to really get on your you know your your professional status <laughs>
1: how how important it is for the for the for, for the love life of a of, of a wife like you the 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 good quality of any housewife you think
0: that's a, i'm not a housewife okay first no, of all i'm wife. a wife of any <laughs> wife for any wife sorry
1: about that no, right no that's
0: okay not that there's anything wrong with housewives but yes um i'll tell you know what that's a great question simon like how important when you're yes. in a marriage when you're in a long term relationship for a woman Yes. Uh, is is it to have really great ooh-la-la? Let's talk Et about voila. that when mm-hmm. we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking about how important the ooh-la-la is um, mm-hmm. in relationships and the best ooh-la-la of your life. Simon, you asked me, you know, what percent of your lifetime has been the greatest ooh-la-la? And I'm like, maybe 10%. It's maybe hard to find 10%. amazing ooh-la-la. It is, it's, and then you asked me about being married.
1: Yeah, I think, I know you've been married for a long time, and I said for, for many wives, really, um, that how important is the quality of the ulala to stay happily married? Really, can is that just very important, important, or you can do without?
0: Well, I think it's always important. Here's what's more important to me: is the quantity um, and the quality too? I really? shouldn't say that either. You well, this is me. why, but this is why because I really f- have been in a relationship where the ulala went completely away. For over a year, it was horrific. It was horrible. It did horrible things for my self esteem. It did terrible things to our relationship. So, the ulala, if it you know, isn't the most important thing in your relationship until you're not having it, and then it becomes the only thing in your relationship because it's all you're thinking about. It's all you're focusing on, like what's happening. But having good quality ooh-la-la la is always important. I mean, you don't want to be doing the same thing day after day or week after week or whatever. I mean, keeping some variety, some spice, yes.
1: You mentioned that dry spell of year is, like, unbelievable. But do you think, when do you think, honestly, you know, that it becomes, like, you start to thinking about it, you know, you're missing the intimacy with your husband if, if that doesn't happen, not just for you, but, like, a week, two weeks, a month. I think it's, when it I starts think it, to come I, to your mind, we're yeah. not making love anymore.
0: That exactly what you said. When it comes to your mind, when it becomes in your brain like, hey, this isn't normal. Like we're not okay. doing it the way we used to do it. Exactly what you said. That's when it becomes now we need to talk about it. Now we need to do something about it for sure.
1: And then how do you talk about it? I mean, if if, if sometimes happens, you, you go... just
0: got to like, you know, pull your pants down and go for it. <laughs> That's a great way. I mean, these is... life gets in the way sometimes. Simon. You
1: know well said, Angie. No, well said. It's true. I like true, that. It?
0: We have some people on the phone that want to talk to us right now, Simon, so when we come back, let's take some calls, 855-905-8255, when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're always taking your calls, 855-905-8255. Simon, we have somebody on the phone that Mm -hmm. needs a little advice. Yep. Let's go to Aurora, Illinois. This is Tina. Say hello to Tina.
3: Bonjour. Hello! Hi! How are you guys?
1: Hi, good. Tina. Bonjour, Tina.
0: Oh, I'm such a I'm so excited to be on the phone with you.
3: I, I Angie, you're an incredible addition to the show, and Simon, I'm a, a big fan of In Bed with Simon. Well, thank oh, you very much. So thank
1: you for watching that little. Uh, I love it. Bed, in Bed with Simon on FYI.
0: Yes, I love that show too.
1: Thanks, so, Angie.
3: Tina, you need some advice. I sure do. Uh, and Simon, you're going to appreciate this. Um, okay. I met an amazing. French guy recently. Mm-hmm. Ooh la la. <laughs> uh, his name is Bernard. We met uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we've been out a handful of times since then. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if I should still hang out with him. Um, uh, he's he's going back to France next month, and I know that it's not going to go anywhere because he's made it crystal clear that he won't do a long-distance relationship Mm-hmm. Um, but I started catching feelings for him.
2: Oh.
1: I really,
3: I really like him a lot. We we have such great chemistry and such a good time together. And I just don't know. Should I, you know, should I hang out with him for the next few weeks and you know risk inevitable heartache, or uh, you know, what? do I cut it off? You know, I mean, I don't know what to do. Do I just cut it off well, or do I just live in the moment?
1: That's, that's the dilemma, Tina. Obviously, I love his honesty, by the way. So, uh, honest Frenchman, uh, that's very nice. So, he said to you that he's going to France and there's one long-distance relationship, which means once he's gone, it's over. Okay, that's right. the meaning. Okay, now, in your case, you have two choices. One, uh, you said you have feelings for him. So, if you keep seeing him, the feelings will grow. The pain at the end will be bigger. But you will have memories for, you know, the rest of your life, maybe wonderful, poetic, romantic, ooh time with Bernard. Option one. Option two, you say, I don't want to take the risk, and you stop seeing him, and then you start, you know, kind of uh, bury that relationship. You just you know, end it now. Um, on this one, I'm all about here and now. And I'm French, and I would think myself, I-, I think if I was your father, I would say, cut it now. If I was the Frenchman, I would say, stay with mm-hmm. me. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, Angie, I, what, what do you say? No,
0: I think you're right because, well, first of all, you already said you caught feelings. So if you cut it off now or if you cut it off in a month, it's going to be hard either way, right? So I am all about, like, taking every minute with somebody that I can yeah. that I have feelings for. Who knows the memories that you guys can make in the next month? And maybe um, are you at all able to move if it got to that place or no?
3: Uh, I mean, of of course that would be difficult, but you know, you you take risks for love.
0: Well, so know, yeah, that's I- what I say. That's what I say. You take risks, and so this is a risk staying in it for another month, risking a lot of a lot more heartache. However, you know, maybe in that month. His feelings grow as well, and the the idea of perhaps you moving comes up, and you never know Angie, where it's going to go.
1: Angie, you're going too far. I uh,
0: maybe. I know
1: because I don't want Tina to get completely have hopes. He said clearly.
0: Well, either way, you still have some more memories. Don't right. You think?
1: That we agree. So so I would stay as your friends, Angie and I say, enjoy, aime la vie, love life.
0: Yes. Voilà. Soak up every minute.
1: Yes, and a yeah. lot of ooh-la-la. Oh,
0: I was kind of hoping you guys would say
1: that well okay there you go (laughs) you have our blessings
0: you know someday when you're an 80 year old granny and you're telling your you know grandkids about this amazing romance you had with this french man and it was the most amazing time of your life so make it amazing
1: absolutely we live only once so yes enjoy thank you thank you You so much you're welcome, Tina.
0: All right, Tina. Thank you so much for calling The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. And you always have a French man here
1: yeah, in that's the true. States I stay here, by the way. So yes. I'm, I'm staying in Chicago. So <laughs> you can always call back.
3: Yeah, I actually, I thought of you when when he you know when I met him. And I was like, oh, a French man like Aww. Simon.
0: <laughs> thank you. Well, and I Simon stays. Uh, Simon says. "Yeah, Soak it up. All right, <laughs> Tina. Thank you so much. And good luck to you in Bernard. Thank you. All right. More of the rendezvous when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. It's been a great evening in the Oula La studio. Thank you for being mm-hmm. with us tonight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We had a good chat. We had a good long chat about perhaps only getting three loves in a lifetime, different reasons for different people. And we also talked about that turned into how important is the ooh la and the quality <laughs> of the ooh la in your love life, and that's where we got our Simon says.
1: Yeah, thanks Angie. I, I just think that you know ooh la is the sunshine of the tree of love. Yeah, what makes it grow? You cannot grow the tree of love with no ooh la, and that's why when there's a dry spell, everything dries down and up. So mm, really, keep true. the ooh la. We, we everybody needs when you're in a relationship some good hula la. The right? sun
0: keeps you warm. And so does the ulala You know it <laughs> All right, thank you so much, Simon. That's an awesome one. And hey, by the way, if you ever want to send in an email, if you need any advice at any time, date or dump, bonjour, Simon Marcel, go to simonandangie.com. Sometimes it's hard to call into a radio show and talk about Mm -hmm. your personal, you know, your love life and all those things, but we'll answer your question for you. Lots of our back episodes, if you missed anything from tonight, the podcast, everything's up online as well. And so is Simon on In Bed with Simon.
1: Yes, thank you so much, FYI. It's getting crazier and funnier. If you have missed it, the taboos last episode, check it out. You'll I mean, it's 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 you there. Talks about Angie. taboos with taboos people. Taboos and mm-hmm. the answers are just just watch the show. You know, simonandangie.com, in bed with yes. Simon. Watch this one. This last episode is crazy.
0: That's awesome. I love that show. It's so good. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. It's yes. the rendezvous with Simon and Angie.
1: Bon nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit.
0: Your Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and
3: Angie Taylor.